Next up on Visual Wow. Everyone kind of just agreed that we needed to keep working. We're in good shape and we were prepared. You know, we're an organization that focuses on sort of an issue that ebbs and flows. We're smart. We're a small staff. We share an office. We keep our expenses down. We're in good shape and we're going to be okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow. The podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartsman. Welcome back, Visual Wow community. It's really great to have you back on the show. My name is Jack Hartsman. I am your host. And today I am very happy to share the spotlight with Lindsay Gill from Luke's Wings, uh, the first nonprofit charity that we have on the show. And Lindsay, welcome. And thank you so much for the time to being with us today. Thank you. It'll be fun. Listen, I know about Luke's Wings uh, from from a lot of different levels, and I think it's one of the most powerful charities uh, that I know of. What, 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 from 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 the standpoint of how good and what good you do for people, tell us a little bit about the the kind of foundation of what Luke's Wings is all about and how it came to pass. Sure, that's really nice of you to to say. Uh, thank you. Uh, so Luke's Wings was founded in 2008. It was named after a service member named Luke Shirley. He was a double amputee. He lost an arm and a leg. And there are two founders, Fletcher Gill, who is my husband, and his friend, Sarah Wingfield. And Sarah was a Redskins cheerleader ambassador. And and at that time, the cheerleaders were making what they're called morale visits at the hospital. So like going bedside to some of the combat injured service members and trying to cheer them up. And um, she was telling Fletcher about Luke Shirley, who had his mom there as his non-medical attendant. So not his doctor, not the nurse, but a non-medical attendant that was helping him with his, you know, rehab. And she couldn't afford to stay here in Bethesda and go back to her home. They didn't live nearby, like drivable. Mm -hmm. So she'd have to fly home. And so he was saying, this is going to be difficult for my mom, essentially. And so... Um, they decided to basically have a fundraiser to provide enough money to buy Luke's mom a flight. And from that stemmed a, a broader conversation of, well, what's going on here? How many flights are being provided? Are service members in a hospital alone? Are they recovering by themselves? And what they found out, and it's still true today, is that the government will, or the military will provide three flights for a service member to have their loved ones with them. And what any of us would probably do is use those first three flights in the first couple of days if your loved one's injured. But when you're recovering from these very serious injuries, traumatic brain injury, amputations, severe burns, you're at, you're at the hospital for, it could be years. And so travel was on the sort of burden of the service member and the family, the military family. And so Luke's Wings takes on that financial burden and, and provides free airfare. So that was kind of a long story, but... Uh, full disclosure, I have been doing photography for your charity, your organization for many, many years. And um, as we know each other personally and professionally, I work with a lot of charities and and God's honest truth, I, I, I watch what comes out of Luke's wings and what you guys do and how hard you work and the the families and the lives that you affect is is tear-jerking, heart-wrenching, and, and more than anything else, heartwarming for the good you do for people. So I'm going to, in layman's terms, I'm going to just um, shorten and laymanize what you, what you just said. Okay. So the crux of what Luke Swings does is it provides the ability for people who 
do not have the resources to get to their loved ones recovering from whatever injury in our armed services where they can get to hospitals to be with their loved ones because our government after X amount of time, and it's a very short amount of time, can the government cuts them off and you guys really provide for them the ability to fly to there wherever it needs to be and stay with people during their recovery, which we all know is much longer usually than the three days that our government, I'm not knocking the government. It's not a great policy, but it's what you guys do is swoop in there, whether it's three weeks or three months or five years, you really come in and, and, you know, uh, knights in shining armor on a white horse to help people get to their loved ones. Fair statement. I think, yes, I think that, you know, the government is limited in the resources and that's why nonprofits exist to fill the gap. And so we just identified a gap in the early days and we haven't strayed from that mission um, since 2008. So, you know, 2020, here we are and still providing airfare. It's obviously still needed. And um, we're, we're really proud of what we've been able to do and we're really happy that we can still help. So I can only imagine that in in this new world that we are living in, this COVID-affected world, um, because, you know, the, the charity concept unto itself, the nonprofit charity world, one of the things that gets people to donate money is face-to-face contact, interaction with people. How has Luke's Wings overcome uh, just the ability, the fact that you can't have live events right now? Right. Well, I mean, I don't know if we have overcome. We've just really been try- tried our best to be extremely careful in, in how we can still provide for our service members, because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. But I think that we did really well. Um, and I guess you can't really suggest this now, but we've been very cautious since the very beginning. We've always had a sort of a rainy day fund. We kind of knew that our mission being basically serving those who are injured or ill because of war, that that might not happen every day in the future. So we've always been mindful that we need to save money. So we've been careful and we've had a nice little reserve for for things like this. So we've been able to keep our mission going. We're also providing a service that is actually not in high demand right now. That's air travel. So we're in a nice spot because we're not being inundated with the need to keep providing the service to the same extent we were before and while, while we're also not raising the money. So Luke's Wings is in, a, is in an okay spot right now. Um, we don't want to let our staff go. Jack, you know, like our staff is our family. We are, we're not just coworkers. We really do enjoy each other. We are part of each other's lives. So the thought of trying, of having to let somebody go was also very scary to us. So we applied for the, the funding from the government and a lot of our sponsors allowed us to keep contributions that had been pledged for the gala in 2020 that we weren't able to hold. So we're really grateful for that. And then we just had to pivot. Um, we have a walk that, you know, you've been part of for years um, every fall. And this year we can't do it in person. It's just not safe. So we're taking it virtual. That cuts down a lot of the costs, but people can still register and walk in their own state, their own neighborhood. So it's been challenging to say the least, but so, we're figuring so, out. You know, it just occurs to me that with our listening audience, maybe we can do a little bit of help for the walk. Um, Why don't you tell the listening audience what you're doing in the virtual walk, when the walk is, and uh, and how you're overcoming what is usually uh, a little bit early for those of us who work on Saturday nights to get up at the crack of dawn with you on a Sunday morning. It was at 11 a.m. Well, when you get home at 2.30 in the morning from a Saturday night event, you know, 11 a.m., you know, it's five o'clock somewhere. So... (laughs) 
Um, tell us, you know, the, the walk has always been obviously, um, a really cool thing around Bethesda, not obviously, I apologize to our listening audience, not so obvious to me and to you, but it's been a really a fun event that we meet in one location in Bethesda, um, Bethesda, Maryland. And, and it's a nice little walk around, around the Bethesda area. And then we end up in another location and it's food and festivities and lots of good things. How do you take that to the visual sorry, the virtual, uh, the virtual space. When is it this year? Give us some information about it. Well, it's interesting that you said the word obvious because that's really why the walk even started. As as you know, we live in Bethesda. Not I know not everyone listening does, but in Bethesda is Walter Reed Medical Military. So, um, sorry, Walter Reed Military Medical Center, the leading military hospital really in the entire world, at least one of the top. And our neighbors literally drive right by it. They don't even know it's that's what it is, or that's what's right. going on. Um, it's it's not open to the public, and you know, you just drive by and and you know, maybe that's what it is, but you don't, you're not sure. And so a couple years ago, we wanted to start the walk to at Walteree. We started this little private school right next door. And we'd we'd walk from basically we said from Walteree through downtown Bethesda to remind the community that right here, our neighbors, that we are, have our, like the most wonderful group of recovering service members right here in our community. So we need to support them. So we've been doing that for five years and that's what you were part of. Um, we did a very short walk in, in my opinion, um, because we wanted it to be walkable for the service members who were in their recovery. So it wasn't for distance or endurance. It was really around that September 11th timeframe. We never want to fundraise around that timeframe, but to remind people, that's why really this hospital is filled because of that event. And so this year we, um, had to take it virtual and we tried to play around a little bit with what would be interesting to people or how can we keep that importance of the event and so we decided to ask people to walk 1.9 miles for the 19th anniversary of 9-11 um so we're just kind of trying to make sure that sticks that that's still important and then it's 19 dollars to register so all the information is on our website we're trying to get at least one person in every state if you have an, an uncle a cousin a friend and they live in a different state tell them to sign up and walk um, all the information is on our website, but basically during the month of October, take a 1.9 mile walk for us, please. So you're not doing it on a particular day. You're kind of on the honor system that people are going to walk the 1.9 miles and report back to command central. Basically. Yeah. Because some people might say, Oh, my daughter has a soccer game that day, or I go to church or whatever it is. We want to make sure that people feel like they can still contribute on a time that works for them. So there's a month of fundraising and then there's a two week time frame to walk. And if you submit proof that you walked, you get entered into a raffle for a Delta gift card. You raise a certain amount of money, you get Luke's Wings apparel, which you and I are wearing right now. Um, got some cool hats. So we have, um, you know, kind of ways to have check-ins, make sure it's happening. So Lindsay, I don't mean to catch you off guard, but while you've been talking about the walk, which I am very emotionally attached to, I'm going to float an idea to you. If you like the idea, chime in. If you don't like the idea, you may squash me right here on my own, on my own podcast. Um, here's an idea for your listeners, for your walkers, for the people who support Luke's Wings. Um, Visual, I would like to sponsor the walk. We would like to do a live broadcast of the walk. We would like to give your patrons the opportunity to be a part of our live broadcast. And we will create, with your blessing, a registration page for Luke's Wings where people can chime in 
They can come on Zoom. They, no matter what day they want to walk, whether they walk on uh, October 12th or on the last day, what I think October 25th, I think is what you said is the last day. Yeah. Whenever they walk, all they have to do is partially or completely walk with their cell phone, uh, log on to our Zoom session, and they can, we'll record it for them. And okay. at the end of the whole process, we'll tie this together with a whole video. So no matter what day you walk, it will seem like we all walk together. Um, this is a, uh, a 100% donation from uh, Monica and myself, uh, our whole team here at Visual Wow. And uh, we would just love to be a part of this. We're going to, um, I, I just think this is a wonderful thing that you're keep you're keeping after the good that you guys do in the virtual world. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to you and Fletcher for not giving up. Oh, Jack, that's so nice. Thank you. I mean, I know you're saying it like it's so easy, but it sounds hard to me. And I don't, I don't know if I could do that. So I really appreciate you pulling that together for us. And, you know, it it, it is hard for us to like find ways to still feel connected. So I think that you're going to really help us achieve that. So thank you. Look, I can tell you that in my profession, one of the hardest things that we're dealing with right now in photography is having to wear a mask. Now, not because we know that we're supposed to wear a mask, but you know, we're in a personable business and looking into the mm-hmm. eyes of your of your person you're photographing and and asking them or hoping that they're smiling is a very hard thing to do A when your face is covered and B when their face is covered. Right. So, we certainly understand that not just in the charitable world but in the whole world, we want to see each other. We want to see each other live. We want to hug, we want to kiss. We are not wired for solidarity like this. It's not, it's not in our DNA. Um, to that, I also want to just point out to um, the listening audience who may not understand so much of what Luke Swings is all about. And, and also coming back to Walter Reed, because I grew up in Bethesda. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I remember a few years ago when Fletcher and I uh, made the connection that, that part of his family lived next door to me. And I didn't even realize it until we had been working together for many, many years. But the, what is today called Walter Reed used to be called the National Navy Medical Center. And uh, right on Wisconsin Avenue in Bethesda. And it's right across the street from NIH. And right here in downtown Bethesda, Maryland, which we hear about on movies, we hear about on the television, we hear about on the news on a regular basis. You're right. People don't know what Walter Reed is about. It took the name of Walter Reed when it used to be in D.C. when military bases closed down and they consolidated and they turned the National Navy Medical Center where the president gets his medical checkups uh, into, into the Walter Reed uh, Medical Center now. So I bring that up because we both live in the Washington metropolitan area. And without making this a political conversation, it doesn't really matter where you fall on the left or the right of the aisle. It's really hard for us to get outside of the political world. Everything we do is under the microscope of, of what television station that you're listening to or you're watching. And my biggest compliment to you and Fletcher and your entire team, what Luke's Wings has created is the ability for somebody like yourself. I was looking at your media list of where you have been recently talking about Luke's Wings, that there are not many people who can say, yes, I was featured on the Meredith Vieira show, the Today Show, Fox News, and MSNBC. Now, that's like the Hatfields, the McCoys being invited over for Thanksgiving dinner. And you have somehow found a way to bridge that gap and, and, and shown people that regardless of your political affiliation, regardless of whether you're on the left or on the right, Luke's wings, it, it serves all. 
Um, uh, yes, thank you for for saying that and for noticing. You also forgot Duck Dynasty. We were actually on oh, Duck Dynasty as well. Oh, I forgot. I knew that too, and I'm sorry because Duck Dynasty. <laughs> well, that's a whole different side of the aisle. No, but it's not. Um, you know, I actually just wrote a, a little blog about this, um, and it, you don't have to love the war to love the warrior. And that's what I was talking about. I mean, supporting our troops, supporting our wounded, supporting our military families is a cause everyone can get behind, political or not, Republican, Democrat, rich, poor, whatever the situation is, they're here to defend our country, our freedom. They, you know, made this decision on their own, at least for these current wars. And there's no debate, I don't think, on supporting that cause. I completely agree. And I think that even, you know, we talk about the fact that that the global pandemic doesn't see race, religion, color, creed, or political affiliation, and neither does a wounded soldier. Right. Um, you don't you don't ask a wounded soldier who they voted for last week or last month or last year. You just do what you can to take care of the soldier. So right. um, I when I, you know, like I said, and I don't mean to be redundant because some of my audience or some of the guests that we have here on the show, I know very well. And some people I've never met before. You're somebody I know and I've worked with. And when I was reading your media chart, I was really, I just kept thinking to myself, how many people can say that every, with their message goes across both sides of the aisle and in and the climate that we live in and the fact that we're here in the DC area, it really says a lot about the good that you and your team, Dakota and everybody are doing um, at Luke's wings. And so please, you know, from all of us, keep up the good work. It's, it's really for a good purpose. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Thank you for saying that. I'll keep trying. What do we do now? What do we do now? What, what besides the walk um, what's the game plan for your spring gala? Oh boy, you tell me, Jack. You're the event expert. Um, I don't so- have a crystal ball. I, I did. <laughs> I would be charging a copious amount of money to tell people what's inside of it, but I don't have a crystal ball either. I very much hope we can have it. It's scheduled for April 10th, uh, 2021, at the Ritz Carlton in Washington, D.C. But our events have, over the years just kept growing. And so our goal was is to have about 500 people. And we just have to be careful about guidelines and rules and it's changing every day. So I don't know, but the plan right now is to have it. It's sponsored by a company called SRS distribution. They're out of Texas. They're big sponsors of ours. Um, We already have a great lineup of service members, singing, speaking, you know, awardees. We've already filmed some incredible videos. So we're holding firm and still planning to have it, but if it's unsafe for anybody, especially for the beneficiaries, then we'll obviously have to go virtual or cancel it again, but fingers crossed. (laughs) Well, you obviously know we're, we're with you, win, lose, or draw. We're behind your organization. We're certainly behind the gala. Um, we're going to hope it, it, it's possible to have it in April. Um, Lindsay, tell me, uh, outside of just the, the virtual walk that we're going to do in October, how can people make a donation to Luke Swings uh, in an everyday environment? What are your social channels? They're all going to be listed in our show notes, but I, I like the guest to be able to say it with the passion that the guest says. So tell everybody how they can learn more about Luke Swings and where they can make a donation. Okay. So our website is actually new. So I'd love for everyone to check it out. It's lukeswings.org, um, L-U-K-E-S-W-I-N-G-S.org. Um, we just got a grant to redo it and we finished that during the COVID quote unquote downtime. So check that out. And then even like you said, just yesterday, we were thinking about what can we do if people still don't want to fly in the next couple of weeks um, and they're alone at the hospital. So stay tuned for some details. We're still working it out, but we're kind of 
playing around with um, a friend's Thanksgiving or delivering food to the hospital or to our service members who are here in the area and can't be with their family over Thanksgiving or Christmas. Um, so maybe consider adopting a family at either of those holidays, whether it's a flight, which the average cost for us is $350. Some people that's way too much to donate. And some people that's easy. I'll do a couple of them. So whatever, wherever you fall on that spectrum, we're grateful for it. And then think about and just kind of stay in touch about what the families might need if they are kind of stuck here in the area as, as we are. And we're looking at getting food donations or having a, a sponsor come, make a donation and we'll get the food donated, something like that. But there's going to be ways to still help even in this environment. Um, so go to the website, our Instagram page, our Facebook page. We do weekly Wednesday updates. And then, of course, the walk. Um, you know, we're going to be in your face a little bit. So uh, you please, keep doing it. That's, that's a good place to be. And uh, I, I like I, I can't say enough to the listening audience. This is a good group of people. It's a great group of people doing great things for people who really and truly need our help and our support. Um, if you're making a donation to Luke's Wings and you heard about Luke's Wings from our podcast here at visualwild.com, um, please make a mention to Luke's Wings that you heard about it here on Visual Wow. And whatever you do, I wish I could just say, we're going to match whatever your funds are. And we just, it's not something we can do, but I'll tell you this. If you're reaching into your pocket to help Luke's Wings through the power that Visual Wild brought to you, we are going to do something very special for Luke's Wings for each and every uh, person who is donating something extra because you heard about it here on Visual Wow. Um, it's really that important to us. Thank you, Jack. That's so nice. And you've already done enough with your offer for the walk and you know, you've done so much for us. All the great photos we have on our website, almost all yours. So thank you for everything that you guys have done for us. It really uh, means a lot. Uh, it is absolutely and truly our pleasure. Lindsay, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the program today. Um, I, not just because you're the first nonprofit that we've had on the show, but because as I've said a hundred times and I'll say it a hundred times more, we, we truly believe in, in what you guys are all about. Um, and also because you have two beautiful new children and we have to do something to help uh, put smiles on their faces and smiles on your face and Fletcher's face <laughs> for the whole family. And, um, you know, I just kind of want to leave on one last thing because I know um, how important family is to you. And I don't mean just those that are, are connected to you by DNA uh, in your home, um, but to your staff. Um, what what has this whole process been like for you? I, I know that to you, your staff is an extension as you, of your family. Um, how have they fared through um, the shutdown and, you know, payroll issues and, and things like that? How, how, how have you managed all that kind of a stuff? Honestly, everyone's been incredible. Everyone kind of just agreed that we needed to keep working. You know, everyone worked from home. We figured out how to get the laptops and the cell phones and the office phones rerouted. So everyone's available as needed for me, but also for our service members. And then luckily we were able to apply for some of the, um, you know, relief funding from the government. So that kept us afloat for a little bit. And then some, like I said, some generous donors allowed us to keep their contributions for the gala. Some individuals made some contributions that were pretty generous. So we're in good shape and we were prepared. You know, we're an organization that focuses on sort of an issue that ebbs and flows and that being war basically and wounded warriors. So we always kind of know and, and still plan for a future where maybe we, we're not needed. That would be amazing if we're never needed. But so we've been, we've been conservative and we stick to a monthly budget with our flights and we use Delta miles and donated miles. So we're, we're good. We're smart. We're small. We're a small staff. We share an office. We keep our expenses down. We're in good shape and we're going to be okay. So our staff is amazing. We're so grateful for them. And 
we're back in the office actually two days a week now. So um, well, that's tremendous. Again, everybody, lukeswings.org, a wonderful organization doing great things for great people. Lindsay, thank you very much for being on the program. Uh, it's really been great having you on the show. Thank you so much. I had a great time and I'd love to come back anytime. Thank you well, so much. I'm going to take you up on that. Let's do a check-in maybe in November after the walk and see how everybody did and uh, see if we can start counting our blessings and getting closer to April so we can uh, be a part of your gala together. What do you think? That sounds like a plan. Yep. That's awesome. All right, everybody, Visual Wild community, thank you again for signing in, checking in, listening to what we're all about. Uh, we really appreciate the support. Please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, tell us what you think of the show, go to visualwild.com, see other episodes. Um, we appreciate the support. Again, events-related stuff uh, on Tuesdays and photography-related stuff on Fridays. There are sponsorships available uh, in every way known to mankind. We need your support as well. Thanks again, everybody. I'm Jack Hartsman, your host, and we're out. Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.